Welcome back to the 150K Podcast, where we take your dreams to six figures and beyond. I'm your host, Joe Graham, and today I have with me a special guest and friend of mine, Jenny Hall. Now, she is an expert in the Etsy world. Now, I'm a sales expert. I know how to sell multi-year contracts, all that type of stuff, but I don't know how to sell anything like she does. So again, I told you I was going to be bringing in people that have, you know, experiences that I don't have because there's so many different ways to break that barrier. So Jenny, for my friends that are listening that don't know you, give us a little bit of your background, how you got into the Etsy space or even just selling online and we can go from there. Sure. Thank you so much, Joe, for having me. So I'm Jenny Hall and right now I am an Etsy coach and I help Etsy sellers People that make things by hand, handmade sellers, and I help them get their shop visible and sell more on Etsy. So I started over 10 years ago on Etsy, and I design women and children's sewing patterns and their digital patterns. I create at all of the sizes, and it's for people that want to learn how to sew for themselves or for their children, and they can actually print out the pattern at home and then cut out the fabric and sew it. I give them all the directions and everything. It started because... When I was growing up, we didn't have home ec in high school. And I would go to my grandma's house in the summertime. And I remember just like opening her closet door and her her sewing room and all the fabrics and dresses. And she made all of our Halloween costumes. And when we would go to Mardi Gras parade, she would make all of our costumes. I just thought it was really cool. And so I had that experience and she taught me how to sew things like scrunchies and palazzo pants. And I mean, a long time ago when I was little, And then once I had my kids, I wanted to know how to sew. And we were, my husband and I were living in Atlanta at the time and we were so poor. He was in residency. I was a first grade teacher and he would, we were in a new city and I didn't know anyone. So I was really bored (laughs) and um, he would get home at like midnight every night and he would leave at 5 a.m. the next morning for the whole first year of our marriage. Oh, wow. And so it was tough. And so I remember like, I've always been a creative person and I needed that. And mm-hmm. so, um, I remember looking through the 4th of July newspaper ads and I'm like, I need a sewing machine. And he was like, we don't have $65. I was like, but yep, I yep. need to get this. And so it's funny now, but, um, yeah, so that's what I did. I bought a sewing machine and I taught myself how to sew and everything was squares. No, and I made, awesome. <laughs> made pillows and curtains. And I remember then I got a little more adventurous and I wanted to make a skirt, but I didn't know how. And so I started watching YouTube videos mm-hmm. and following people on blogs. Like back then blogs were really big mm-hmm. and it was this really fun maker space. And I got to meet other people and we would share tutorials with each other. And then eventually I had my kids and I started tracing their clothes and I realized like the mathematical incremental differences between each size when they would grow. Mm-hmm. And that's how it started. And I, I blogged and it's still there today. It's like the cheesiest blog ever, yep. but that's where it all began. I shared my stuff and then people started asking, where'd you get that pattern? And I was like, I made it. And literally people were just asking for them. So I was like, why not? I can mm-hmm. do this. And I went for it. No, I love that. So it, it's kind of funny because it's it, it, not funny, but like in a good way, like you, you and your husband were first married. He's busy all the time. But even go back before that, you love this because it brings you a memory from your grandma, from what she did and all the different stuff with that. And then 
when the need arise, because, you know, of course you make money off of it, which is a good thing too, but you had, because I've been there before you said, I don't have $65 to do this. And you probably had to figure out a way to do that. So for all of you that are just starting out with the dreaming, you have no idea of how to do it. Get the sewing machine, whatever your sewing machine is. I just want to make sure that they, they heard that part because yeah. then you just begin to build. And my wife does crocheting stuff. So I've seen this stuff and she buys a lot from Etsy and she, maybe I should have her talk to you about selling some, but that's a different. Yes. <laughs> but um, so, okay, cool. So you, you have your own shop, you're on Etsy and people are starting to say, Hey, help me out with this. So did you just, in the beginning, just help them out? Or did you think, hmm, maybe I should start a course? Or how did you get into, because I'm assuming you still sell as well, but do, how did you get into the coaching space? Yeah, no, I'd love to talk about it. So, so I'm in Facebook groups and I'm in a lot of Etsy groups and I just kept seeing the same questions come up. You know, how do I get seen? What is SEO? Um, can someone look at my shop? What am I doing wrong? How can I make more sales? And, and I just, I started pitching in and I started talking to people and helping them just a little bit here and there. And I was a teacher. And so that, like, I have that servant heart and I've always been a teacher. Right. And so I love helping and just kind of giving, just giving people something that something small that they can go do that they'll feel good about. Right. Mm -hmm. And I can say it in a positive way, right? And some people you find on the internet are really mean and yeah. they were negative spaces. And I was really kind of frustrated with the negative space. And so I guess a year and a half ago, I started my own Facebook group for Etsy sellers and it's called Etsy sales and marketing for handmade sellers. And it's grown. And that's, I wanted to do it because I wanted a positive space. Mm -hmm. I wanted a, a space where, you know, it's community over competition, where people can come in and not be scared to ask a question because we're all in business together. And a lot of people tend to not want to help each other. They mm -hmm. think it's very competitive, right? Like they have to keep all their secrets to themselves, but that's yeah. not it. Like, no, nope. it's not like that at all. And everyone has their own niche and it's truly about meeting each other and getting to know each other and just celebrating each other's wins. So it started like that. I started helping people and I saw a need arise and I wanted to do it in my own way. And I wanted, I'm still a seller and a lot of other coaches aren't sellers anymore. So I think I have that stands out that I'm still in it mm -hmm. with them. So as changes arise, like I'm aware of it too, but um, yeah, so that's how it started. I just, I really enjoyed helping people. No, I love that because we're similar in this. So like I'm still doing, I still work for a multi-billion dollar company doing sales, but I've had people say, Hey, help me with this. Give me some ideas with this. How do you do this? And like you said some stuff and I just, I, I want to just bring it back. You mentioned, um, you know, I saw a need and I wanted to help. Well, that need that wanted to help turned into a way that you could get the exchange back and supply for your family. And I just want people to catch that. A lot of times businesses and stuff, when you're starting, it starts with a dream or something that you love doing because you love the sewing and then you were selling and then you love teaching. So now you're just using your gifts to help people to build your business. So if I was a new Etsy seller and I'm not, but just say I was and all, it's like you said this. So what's an SEO? Have no idea. Yes. Yeah, so SEO stands for search engine optimization. Basically, it's the words that you type in in the search bar, just like you would on Google or Amazon. It's it's what the person's looking for. 
right? So let's say they come to Etsy and they're looking for um, a wooden kitchen wall sign that says gather. Like they would literally type in gather wooden kitchen wall sign. And that's SEO. So people, when they're just starting out, they really have to learn how to write those titles and tags to get found because they could have the most beautiful product, but if they're not writing the right SEO, they're not going to get found. I always tell people, I'm like, you don't have a product problem. You have a visibility problem. Mm -hmm. And so people get down on themselves. They're like, I think it's pretty. And my friend think my friends think it's pretty and I can sell it at a, you know, a market, but on Etsy, I can't make a sale. And I'm like, you're just not getting visible. There's nothing wrong with your product. So that little mindset switch right there. Mm-hmm. And then some learning about how the algorithm actually works. It's, it's easy once you know how to do it. And then their sales just take off. No, that's awesome. So to me, it sounds like SEO is copy. So like for your email marketing or stuff, it's just copy for Etsy or copy for, any of those type of places that you can sell online. Okay. That's interesting. So you have a group, you've been doing this for a while. And so someone comes into your group and says, Hey, help me. What are the first few things you would say you would look at on their site or whatever? And and if I'm saying something wrong, tell me, Hey, hello, you're saying something wrong. I have no problem. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) So that's, this is exactly what happens, Joe. So They'll, they'll say, hey, my sales have hit a plateau or I need a, they always say I need more traffic. Yep. And I'm like, you don't need more traffic because a lot of people will pay for ads, pay for ads. Well, they can get the traffic, but if they're not converting to sales, they're just wasting their money. Yep. So they don't need traffic. They need the right traffic coming from their SEO. So the first thing I say is, what are you struggling with? Right. And show me your last 30 day stats. So Etsy's really cool where just in the app or on the computer, we can see how many people came to our shop, how many people clicked, how, um, how many times they clicked on each item, how many times that item was bought. And then I, I'm like a stats nerd. I love it. Like I'll, <laughs> I go divide out the conversion rates to see. And I'm like, nice. well, you're saying this, you say this isn't selling, but guess what? You've actually sold two out of 10 visits. That's a 20% conversion Cold rate. Pressure. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah. And some people think, oh, but it didn't get a hundred visits. Well, if it would have gotten a hundred visits and two buys, right? Two sales, it would only been a 2%. So you're actually rocking it. So this is good. So that's how we go. And I love going into the back end and I look at stats to see what's working because sometimes it's just tweaking things. Like we can look at what is selling and we're going to study why it's selling. And we're Mm going to look at their past orders. And literally I scan their last hundred orders and I tally it up. I'm like, okay, you've sold 37% sales were this, 20% were this. And it's interesting because what they think is their best seller no, sometimes it's not. is not. It's not. So people don't study stats. I'm all about the stats. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I am too. So like with my sales jobs, my one of my things I train people is know your numbers. Now, mine is more for presentations and talking to people and how many people do you have to talk to to get your presentation to do that type of stuff. But this to me is actually making more sense now because I know we've talked a little bit, but I've never sold anything. I've sold like on eBay and Amazon, but just to get crap out of my house, not like really sold, sold. So right. like this is just like sales just in a set system. So I like this. This is cool. Yeah. So what else am I missing? So you, you, you fix my numbers, you fix my SEO or my copy, mm-hmm. whatever. What is my next step after that? Photos, 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 photos. You have to have 
on point photos and it, it really makes a difference. And there are so many things you can do nowadays. You can buy backgrounds on Amazon. You can buy a light box. We didn't have that a long time ago, right? There are so many photo editing apps, but there's also groups. So there's a group on Facebook called Photo Collab. And it's where you can actually send your product to a photographer that's been approved. And for however much your product is, they'll send you so many photos. So let's say your product's worth $50. They'll send you, I think it's two photos, professionally mm -hmm. done photos in exchange to keep the product. And so many people, Joe, are scared about that. They're like, wait, I'm giving away my product. I'm like, hold on, you're going to use these pictures for years and this yeah. is going to convert to sales. So photos would absolutely be the next one. And then um, after that, it's really about direct traffic. Like, mm -hmm. where are you growing your own audience? Like, you can't just wait for Etsy to bring all your sales. Like right. you're a business owner and people, that's one part they're missing. Or they'll start, let's say a Facebook page, but they're only posting, you know, here's a link, here's a link, here's a link. And there's no yeah. community. Right. And so really it's about getting your audience involved because not only will they see what you have, but that's not the whole point. The point is to see what they want. Mm -hmm. and you get their feedback, like, what color should I make this next, right? What, you know, what are you looking at on Pinterest right now? Like, what inspiration do you have for fall? Hey, do you want this or this? And it just helps guide you as a maker. So you're not wasting your time. You're asking your own audience, your potential customers, mm -hmm. your past customers, what they want, and you build out your product line. So how do they build the group on Facebook? So now this intrigues me because we're moving more into the, the marketing, your brand phase. So how do you, how would like, cause like I've not done Etsy before. So I said, Jen, I need to know how to do Etsy. Okay, I got this, but how do I get people to do that? Cause all my friends aren't on Etsy. Right, exactly. So, and that's what I tell them too. Like you don't want to go invite your family and friends to join your group if they're not your ideal customer. Because it's going to look like you have a whole bunch of people, but no one's going to engage because that's not, that's not what they're interested in. So you'd rather have a hundred people that are truly interested in your product and you as a business rather than 400 people when, you know what I mean? Yep. So oh, you 100%. Your, yeah. You want your target market. So there's so many ways. So you can, I always suggest start a group, a Facebook group or a page, but I've had good success with the group. I find higher engagement with it. Um, but if you're going to run ads, you do want that page, but let's say start a group and we share it. Like I want people to share it on their personal profile and then tag their group in the comments. So people that are interested will come into the group. They will follow you in your world. Let's say do a giveaway. It doesn't even have to be big, mm -hmm. right? Um, but you're, you're, you can say tag a friend who loves this Halloween t-shirt, right? Yeah. And then they're tagging them. And then in the comments, you'll say, come join my group to, to enter the giveaway. So you're just inviting people into your world. And then you go on Facebook or Instagram and, and you interact in groups where your customer is. So for me, for sewing, I go into fabric groups or mm -hmm. pattern designer groups or sewing for boys, sewing for teens, sewing for adults. I go in those groups and I'll share um, something that I made. And then if they say, where'd you get the pattern? I'll link to the pattern. Ah, gotcha. So, yeah. So it's, you're not just saying, here it is, come buy it. You're just. No, no. You're connecting. You're bringing yes. them a service, a product, or, hey, I have this cool pattern here. 
they ask you. So now it's like, oh, well, here's my link. Here you go. That's that's smart. Organic. I like that. It's free organic traffic. That's what I focus on. So SEO is free. And even the way you write your shop announcement and your descriptions, well, Google also searches your description. So you can get free traffic from Google to your Etsy shop based on what you're saying in your description. And then your Facebook, your traffic is free. So we honestly focus on free first. Mm -hmm. And then you look at what's converting, what's selling, and then you can turn on some ads. Yeah. Well, and because people like to buy from people they trust that are ethical, moral, and that give them a great thing. So even if you, like you mentioned, give away something free, you give away one little part. Well, when they need something else and go back, Jenny took care of me. And I know my wife likes to spend a lot of stuff. No, it's great. I've been married for 20 years. There's not being mean about it. I buy stuff too, but you know what I mean? Women like to buy stuff. Men like to buy stuff. So like if you build that trust, they're going to come back and they're going to buy from you. They're going to spend the money somewhere. So yeah, exactly. that is cool. We're not done, but tell people where they can find your group and where they can find you. I always do it in the middle. Yeah, sure. So you can find me on Facebook and my group is called Jenny Hall Etsy sales and marketing for handmade sellers. And my website is www.jenny-hall.com. And then I have a podcast and it's called Handmade Sellers. Sweet. And is that on like Apple, Spotify? Everywhere. Yes. Everywhere. Cool. So also remember guys, do me the favor, go to her page on Apple, go like, comment and review because that's how the algorithms gets built. Spotify, you can like it. That's about it. Or you can subscribe, but I don't think you can leave comments. I wish they would let us, but that's another thing. I know. I I had a lot of people (laughs) were like, Cause we did a giveaway when the podcast launched and yep. um, people were like, wait, but I can't, I can't leave a review. It has <laughs> to be on Apple. It's yes. on Apple. It is. <laughs> um, so what else have I missed with, with the Etsy world? So we get the SEO, we get our copyright, we get our groups going, we do the giveaways, we start building a community. So it's not just, I'm hitting you link with links and selling and selling it. Hey, we're in this together. Which is my tribe. We're interacting. What else am I missing? Uh, So, Joe, the number one thing that people don't realize the importance of is email marketing for Etsy. People, I have had people come to me and they have had thousands and thousands of sales. I'm like, okay, how how many people are on your email list? They're like, I'm on Etsy. I don't I don't need an email list. I'm like, you have nine thousand sales. You have zero contact. It's so much lost revenue from the yes. lifetime customer value, like the the life, like the customer lifetime value. That is huge. And so repeat customers, return customers, staying top of mind like that. If I could just like shout that to the world, Etsy sellers need email. Okay. And Etsy says we cannot take, you obviously cannot take their email, right? You can't. They have to opt in. And so- there are ways that you can put it in your thank you message, right? Mm-hmm. You can put it in your, as a photo in your, in your, um, as a photo written out, like on Canva, right? Come grab yep, a yep. 10% off coupon. Here it is. And then you're just inviting them every chance you get through your Facebook, through your, um, your, let's say Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. Um, wherever, like your links in your profile, you're constantly letting people know, Hey, come stay in touch with me hey, next week I'm dropping a whole new product line. Be the first to know. So you're getting, you want to invite them onto your list so you can stay in contact with them. No, that's cool. And you know, what's crazy. I use email marketing all the time, but I would have had no clue that with 
Etsy or that type of stuff, it just didn't even click in my head until you yeah. said, I'm like, wait a minute, duh. Yeah. You <laughs> do you use a certain platform with your email marketing or do you do it? How, how do you have that set up? Yeah, so I have mine through Mad Mimi, but there are so many things like um, people use Aweber right now. It does um, it does work with Etsy, but they still have to do a double opt-in. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. And it's just finding the right tools that you have and what you need for, for what you're doing and what you're selling there. So cool. So we got the Etsy thing done and you've been a business owner for a while now. So let's shift a little bit here and talk about routines and mindset. So I'm going to be the Etsy seller. I want to do this, but I got kids. I got life. I got a spouse because it could be a guy or girl. However, (laughs) you know, how do you set your day up? Do you have like a morning routine or do you just fly by the seat of your pants? How does that? Well, <laughs> so my morning routine though, I have kids. And so I wake up first, right? Get everyone ready and everything. And then as soon as they're on the bus, my day begins. And mm-hmm. so it is walk the dogs, listen to a business podcast. That is my 20 minutes to just start focusing on, hey, what can I learn today? And then I love to go and implement it then. And so I do that. And then when I come back, I do a 20 minute roundup in the house. Like, right. I yep, like yep. do the dishes, start the laundry. And then I'd come directly to my office and I just, I start working and I give myself like time chunks, you know, for the next hour, this is what I'm going to do. And I am a notebook person. I have notebooks and it is like my 10 things that I'm going to do today. Right. And uh-huh. I check them off as I do it just to hold myself accountable. Um, so what I do now versus when I was making patterns, right? I still sell my patterns, but Mm -hmm. I'm not making one currently. But when I was like, I would lay out my whole week, like Monday, design the pattern pieces, Tuesday, type the directions, Wednesday, sew, Thursday, insert the picture. It was very, I had a routine and that's how I cranked out the product. Mm -hmm. No, no, that's good. Like I listen to podcasts on my way into work or even right now we switched, we're doing it back and forth. So even at home, my first hour of the day when I'm doing other stuff, if I'm getting the podcast, which leads me into self-care. As a business owner, I think that's something that we neglect because we're atypical. We try to get stuff done. We're always pushing. Then we have the family, the life, the other. And as a mother, I know my wife is this way. She has a hard time taking time for herself. How important do you feel self-care is? And do you actually apply it or do you just feel it's important? (laughs) I love it. Um, so my self-care honestly is like, I need quiet time. And so I take three to four walks a day. Mm -hmm. And so my first one, I listen to my podcast, the other ones, it's just, I'm walking. I need that. Um, even when the kids get home, if like during homework time, it's too stressful. I will literally go sit outside in my backyard just for 10 minutes to decompress because I need that because mama needs a timeout sometimes. <laughs> and so does daddy. I hear you. I'm with you. I do. I, I walk a bunch. I'm with you. Yeah. yeah so it, that's me. I need outside time. Um, walking really is my exercise. That's, that's what I do. Um, yeah. So that's my me time. It's my, it's my alone time. And then, you know, time with my husband mm-hmm. on the weekend, go on a date, right? Get away from everything. Um, I need to be more, I need to be better about putting my phone down earlier. Mm -hmm. I'm with you because as a business owner, and this is mindset, this is like, I need to stop this. If someone has a question or sends an email, I want to answer them. 
And I really need to get better about, no, it's family time after six o'clock. Yep. And so yep. that is my honest weakness. I, it's, I think it's all of ours. Like I literally have made myself start scheduling. So like I, today, my wife knows it's podcast day. It's great. She knows on Wednesdays at five and six, I think we're recording. It's like 630 where I'm at right now. I do podcasts, but there's also days where she knows she has just my attention and I'm going to be hundred percent engaged because it's so easy. Like we've been married 20 years and it's so easy to, and it's not that we mean to, but we neglect because we're always there. Oh yeah. We can talk in a minute. Oh yeah. And yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I I'm working on, I'm not perfect. Cause there's times I get, Oh, they need something. Wait. Oh. And I want to go help. And I'm like, wait a minute. I need to stop. Yeah. Yes. I know. I'm like that too. And sometimes the kids are like, Oh, mom, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> right. Mom, yeah. put your phone down. So that's what I, that's what I'm working on. No, that's good. That's good. So any other parting words of wisdom or anything we missed? And it doesn't have to just be in the Etsy space. It can be self-care, business, sales, anything you want to talk about. You know, I think people need to focus on investing in themselves rather than trying to figure it all out alone. I think Mm -hmm. that's huge. And that my business really took a turn when I started investing in a coach, right? Because it gave me that step-by-step strategy to grow because we can all have these dreams in our heads, what we want to do, but if no one's holding us accountable or if no one's telling us exactly where to go to learn it, right? We're, We're just wasting so much time. So you can really make so much forward progress in such a small amount of time. If you just find that person where that person knows the answers for you, right? Or has been there. So I always, when I hire a coach, it's someone who's who's way ahead of me that I admire, that I want to work with. And I just find when people really want to grow, you have to know where to go for that resource or, yep. or YouTube and Google can only get you so far. <laughs> right. Oh, no, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. Well, we have a similar, one of our coaches is the same. Uh, great guy named George Bryant. I, I'll plug him any day of the week. And I've noticed my business with what I'm doing has like blown up. Like the podcast has blown up. Everything else is because you can collapse time and it's okay to ask for help. And I think as a lady, it's easier. And I don't know why, because I think us men are just stubborn, but like, I find that women are more likely to ask for help where men are like, I'm just going to go figure it out. No, she's hundred percent. Correct. Ask for help. Now that's cool. Thank you again for being on the show. Super appreciate it. Tell them again, in case they missed it, where they can find your group and and anything else with you. Awesome. Thanks, Joe. So they can find me at www.jenny-hall.com or on Facebook, it's Jenny Hall, Etsy, sales and marketing for handmade sellers. And my podcast is also called Handmade Seller. So I am all over those places and I would love to connect. Awesome. Thank you. And thank you everyone again for listening to the 150K podcast, where we take your dreams to six figures and beyond. And if you get a chance, definitely go to Jenny's site, listen to her episodes. They're going to help you. And then also like and subscribe to both hers and my podcast. And until next time, keep chasing your dreams, keep doing what you need to do. And remember, you're worth it. Thanks again.